We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Sports Daily on KFH. Welcome up. Welcome back, everybody. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster. This is Sports Daily on KFH. Glad to be with you. What's on tap today? We'll get uh, more reaction throughout the show to the national championship beatdown of Georgia over TCU last night. We'll look ahead to KU and K-State playing basketball tonight. We've got a visit with Dan Israel coming up as the Chiefs enter the bye week here of the postseason. Uh, Tommy, let's talk a little college basketball here in a story, love it or hate it, that's going to dominate the headlines for a long time here. We dealt with this with Lance Leipold for KU and football. We have in the past dealt with this with Chris Kleiman and K-State football. And now we're going to deal with it with Jerome Tang in K-State basketball because they're off to a start nobody saw coming. ESPN Stats and Info had it as the largest post-January jump in the polls since 1977, K-State goes from unranked to number 11. Why? Because they only have one loss and they just went on the road and beat Texas and Baylor. Uh, they've got two potential All-Americans. Uh, Marquise Noel had an historic week with back-to-back 30-point games, but just absurd You know, to go along with about 12 assists a game. Keontae Johnson, Tommy, has had double digits in every game the Cats have played this year. It has been... Fantastic to watch. The fans need to show up to Bramlage and continue this buzz and get it going, keep it going, because Jerome Tang, if this continues, will be the hottest name in college basketball for other jobs. Yes, even one year only in to what he's doing at K-State. Why? Not just because they're winning, but because he's shown the ability to navigate the portal. He's shown the ability to put together a really nice recruiting class. He's shown the ability to bring in high, high-level assistant coaches, and now he's showing the ability to win basketball games. He literally has everything you want a college basketball coach right now, and he's doing it at an insanely high level right away, and he's going to get rumored for every job that comes up now. Well, you said that he's going to be rumored, and he's going to be a candidate. I think he already is. I think that's already happening right now. I mean, um, there are already... Uh, questions that are are being posed to him in press conferences about uh, potential jobs and and where he wants to go and you know if he's going to be at Kansas State long term. His answer to one of those questions yesterday was, and I quote, "We try to focus on what's going on right now. If God wants me at K State, this is where I'm going to be." Uh, and I get it. I understand you have to answer it that way, um, but that is a non-answer answer. Coaches do that. They're very good at that. They are very good at kind of answering a question, but getting around it when it comes to their job status. I don't blame him um, because you kind of uh, kind of launch him into that speculation. And then if he says one way or another definitively, he's locked into that. And he's got an agent and he's got people that are looking out for him as far as the money is concerned. And 
Um, why speculate on it right now? But you better believe he's thinking about it. Of course he's thinking about it. There's no way that you can't be thinking about it. Uh, so I don't know. I, I just think that this is something that bears watching moving forward um, because while he may very well be happy in Manhattan, he is already, I would think, a candidate probably for some jobs, Texas being one of them, um, at least like the thought process of we should probably check in on him. That's only going to continue and it's only going to grow with the more success that Kansas State has. Uh, we know about the coaching carousel in college basketball, right? It happens every single year and you've got athletic directors that are evaluating currently coaches and whether or not they're going to return and maybe they leave for another job. Maybe they get let go. But I guarantee you all of the top athletic directors at the top programs in America that may potentially have an opening are already putting together a potential wish list because they've got a plan ahead, right? They don't want to be caught off guard. And you better believe that Jerome Tang is going to be on some of those lists. Yeah, when I said going to be, I just mean because there's really only one opening right now, Texas, that would that would qualify. And so Jerome Tang was asked about it. Uh, our buddy Tim Fitzgerald asked him, and we'll talk to Fitz about this later in the week. Um, and he just said, I don't, I don't need to comment on that one and kind of laughed. And then, you know, further was asked, uh, a little bit about it. And he said, he's just basically, he's trying to focus on what's going on right now. If God wants him at Kansas state, he'll be at Kansas state. If he wants him somewhere else, he's going to follow God. So there were two pieces to his response. I think the first, um, when asked directly about Texas, that he doesn't need to comment on it would be encouraging. Uh, if you're a K-State fan. The second, not so much. But what everybody always needs to remember in these situations, one, the question has to be asked. So don't be offended by that. Absolutely. It absolutely has to be asked. Uh, you've got at a public institution, one of the highest paid employees who is very obviously being courted by other places. It is it is a reporter's duty to ask about that. So don't don't shoot the messenger, right? And also, don't overreact to what a coach says in those situations because there's really nothing they can say. Um, they have agents. I do believe, generally speaking, that when coaches tell you, I'm not worried about that right now, I'm focused on what I'm doing here. Generally speaking, I actually believe that because they have agents. Like if Texas wants, it has interest in Jerome Tang, then call his agent, right, and have those conversations there. If there's anything pertinent that, you know, that Jerome Tang needs to know about, his agent can tell him about it. Uh, nothing's going to happen before the season's over. Anything that's happening or has happened is preliminary and just sort of background work right now. Agents can handle that. Drum Tank doesn't have to handle that. He's he's put his job resume on display every night here. He just put it on display in Austin. So he doesn't have to be a part of any of that, and nor does he need to worry about it at this point. So I believe him when he says, we're just focused on this right now. He's also a really high-character guy, which in K-State history, historically, has been really good to K-State of guys sticking around, maybe when they didn't have to. Uh, Bill Snyder, Chris Kleiman, guarantee you he's had other job offers. Um, Jerome Tang, we'll see what his ultimate aspirations are, but it's hard for me to believe, Tommy, and I just, like, I try to put myself in those shoes sometimes, it's hard for me to believe that you wait that long to take your shot as a head coach. You put in that much work, not just with the basketball, 
but with the community, the campus, and everything that he's done that had people loving Jerome Tang before he ever coached a basketball game in Manhattan. And to quickly leave that without, you know, real consideration of where you're at and what makes you happy, what's making you tick. I just, he seems to me like the kind of guy who would not just jump at the next available opportunity, but really genuinely think about it. And that's why I keep saying the best thing K-State fans can do right now is reciprocate the amount of buzz that's being created on the court with buzz off the court. Sell those games out. Make that place awesome. Think about Texas Tech and Chris Beard leaving and what's happened since and what happened there. There's absolutely no reason that Manhattan, Kansas can't do the same thing that Lubbock, Texas did immediately when Chris Beard got there and started winning. Selling out games, creating an atmosphere that's fun and awesome. I've been to Packed Bramlage. It is fantastic. Replicate that. What else do you have to do if you're in that area and you're a K-State fan? I mean, I don't know what a ticket to a basketball game cost up there, but I imagine it's not that big a deal for fans. It, you got everything you want right there in front of you. You've got the players to get behind. You've got the coach that you need to convince to stay. And you've got a team that looks like they're going to conv- they're going to compete for conference championship. Get in there. Make it awesome. Make the TV networks want to come to Manhattan and put K-State right in the spotlight every week. That's only one part of it, though. There's another part, too. Um, not only is it the fans going to Bramlage, but it's also the donors opening up their, their checkbooks, right? Um, because Gene Taylor is going to have to pay Chris Kleiman and probably going to have to pay Jerome Tang. Uh, and that's just the nature of the beast, right? And so the fact that you've got Kansas State fans, and I get it, they're fearful. They don't want to lose Jerome Tang. Uh, K- Kansas State could very well be entering a glory era of football and basketball at the same time. That's awesome. That's great. Um, But that's part of the nature of the beast is coaches being courted to go elsewhere when they have success. Chris Kleiman was rumored at a couple different places, and ultimately he's going to get a a big extension and a big raise to stick around at K-State. The same thing could happen for Jerome Tang. That's the nature of the beast. So rather than pushing back on it, rather than being fearful uh, rather than lashing out about his name being mentioned and, you know, how dare people, you know, think that maybe he would want to go somewhere else, embrace it and realize that the fan base and the donors do play a pretty large part in a coach deciding if they want to stick around or not. So that's that's really one piece of it for sure. And then, yeah, like I, I totally understand the thought that he is a high character guy and there's going to be more than just a paycheck that comes into this decision, right? Um, It's going to come down to also his uh, lifestyle, also if he's happy, his peace of mind. I've always said you cannot put a price tag on peace of mind. And if Jerome Tang is truly happy and his family is truly happy in Manhattan, that's that's amazing. Keep it going. Stick around there. Uh, I don't have any issue with that whatsoever, but I think that this is something that the Kansas State fan base can actually get excited about and show like, Hey, he's, he's on the table as a, a top candidate nationally to maybe go to a, a bigger program, but let's do everything that we can in our power to keep him here. Oh, for sure. And 
you know, a couple things on that. It's impossible to know what makes somebody happy. So that's all. And I don't even that that's not even something to speculate. But if we are speculating, it feels like Jerome Tang's personality vibes with K-State more than it would with Texas. Um, it just does. Uh, Texas basketball, like even with Chris Beard there and them great, that it's hard to create the buzz down there. The the level of buzz where you're the biggest thing going on in town, it's just hard. And, and K-State is such a unique place, much like Waco and Baylor, right? Like you have such a feel of, you know, small town, community, everybody's there. So that piece of it's there, and, and that's all speculative whether, you know, one place is happy or the other. And that's, you know, whatever. We'll do that because it, it is the, the probably the top topic we're going to take with us through the college basketball season outside of KU trying to win another basketball championship, obviously. And we'll get to that in just a little bit. But as far as paying the coach, I don't worry too much about that because Gene Taylor and, and this donor base has such a rich history of doing that, of getting that done. Like, I, I you know, I... I don't think it's going to be that hard if they continue on this pace to generate the revenue to get Jerome Tang a raise in year one. I I think that will be pretty easy. Yeah, I think my final thought on all of this is that if Jerome Tang does choose to leave and go somewhere else, I genuinely believe that Kansas State basketball is on more solid footing than they were before he got here. I think they'll be okay. Um, because oh, I think for sure. he's built something really that. good. It's kind of the yeah. same thing I thought about with Lance Leipold and Kansas football. Like, if Leipold leaves, they're automatically on better footing than they were before he got there. So I don't think he's going to go anywhere. But even if he does, I still think Kansas State basketball is in a good place. Yeah, gut says he'll stay too. I think we're on the same page there. But it's going to be an interesting time. Just like my gut thought Leipold would stay until the Wisconsin thing happened. And then I was yeah. a little bit like, oh, I don't know. And then, you know, whatever. But my gut right now on January 10th says that Jerome Tang is going to be at K-State for a long time. Uh, 869-1240. Uh, we will wrap up our number one. More topics through the national championship game last night. Your calls on uh, whatever you'd like to talk about. We'll have Dan Israel to talk Kansas City Chiefs, the executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network, coming up. We'll give away some tickets as well before this hour's up, so stay tuned for that. Sports Daily rolls on on a Tuesday. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.